0: Hi everybody, welcome to Tea and Talk with Toya, formerly known as Organized State of Mind. I'm your host, LaToya Nicole, author, organizer, certified belief therapist, and life coach. On this show, we will discuss soul-penetrating topics that will challenge your belief systems. You see, belief systems are one of the main reasons why people are stagnant. So tune in every Tuesday as we uncover the thinking errors We bring understanding and healing so that you can move forward with your goals. Time out for circling. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Tea and Talk with Toya. Today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about my latest ebook, The Isolated Trap from Pit to Purpose. If you follow me on Facebook, you probably saw the live that I did on my page where I talked about isolation being a form of self-abandonment. However, this book is going to go a little bit deeper because in in the first anthology that I was a part of, I actually um, wrote my chapter and it was based on isolating myself with my pain that was just an overview. So the, this ebook is going to take you a little deeper. It's going to show you the entire story, like a, a bigger picture, um versus the chapter that you got in and in, th- in in spite of it all. So in in spite of it all though, I did reveal that during the last phase of isol- isolation that I went through cuz I was like enough is enough, child, I'm not coming back in here. I'm done. But during that last um, phase of it, I realized that my mindset was the real enemy. Like, my mindset was the enemy. My enemy was not some external entity. And I say that all the time. I actually received a little backlash from that chapter. So that let me know people actually read it. Thank you. Because um, <laughs> we've been so conditioned. To blame. Everything. But not acknowledge. And take ownership of the stuff that we do. And we create. A lot of the times. We don't even understand. How powerful our minds are. Because we don't understand how powerful. We are. Because we've been conditioned to give all of our power away. So, we don't understand that our thoughts and our words that we speak, because the words you speak are the thoughts you're thinking, create worlds. You can literally create your own world. You can create, like right now, your heaven and your hell. You can do that. You want me to tell you how? This is how. If you're always thinking negative about every dang on thing, you're just negative, 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 negative. Probably because you've been hurt. So you haven't even processed those emotions. So now you've let that stuff embed in you and take root in you to the point that it has affected your entire being. You just created your hell. Because everything's going to be dark. Because that's all you're allowing in is dark matter. Your thoughts are dark. Your emotions are dark. Your behavior is dark. So you just did that. All on your own, all on your own, now, yeah, there were some contributing factors at as a child, you may have been hurt, like you may have been abused, things may have happened to you. you were a child thirty five years ago, um so at some point there has there had to have been some accountability on your part to heal and change. And you got too many people out here talking about healing for you to say that you you weren't aware that it was out here. It was available to you. So, yeah, you just created that. Or you could be the person who came from that, sought counseling, working with a life coach that's cognitive behavioral um, therapy certified. They've helped you restructure your thoughts, restructure your thinking. You've switched on your brain and now you're creating heaven right now. So that is heaven and hell are two are like polar opposites. They are on two completely different ends of the spectrum. Now you can go from hellish to heavenly. (laughs) Yes, you can. And you can go from heavenly to hellish. It just depends on the events that happen in your life and how you take control of it because you can't take control of it i took control i was actually still in the trap taking control and with me i i have been disappointed oh my gosh like it's just every time you look around there was so much disappointment so much disappointed to, to disappointment to the point that i just i wore i took up on disappointment As a way of life. Yeah. I wasn't expecting anything more. I would do things. I would attempt things. But in the end. I'd be disappointed. So that that became a way of life for me. And it, it was so bad. That I could have given myself brain damage. Because toxic thinking. Does cause brain damage you guys. It does. Um. Because think about it, you are literally rewiring the structure of your brain. And if your brain is always in an intense, stressed mode because of your toxic thinking, your toxic thinking, this has nothing to do with anyone else, this is about you, then yeah, you can give yourself brain damage. You can give yourself a lot of things just by thinking that that you have the problem. You can, you can give yourself a lot of things. And I spoke about that on a prior um, podcast episode. Yeah. If I don't have an issue, and then I may, I may get a call. I may have just had some lab work done, and I'm, I feel fine. I get the call, and they want me to come in versus telling me over the phone, I'm immediately going into negative. So I'm giving myself the issue. Before it's confirmed that I even have the issue. So now you start feeling bad. Now your health starts to spiral. And then you start eating things that you stop eating. But you're going to eat them. Because now emotionally you're wounded. Just from someone saying to come in and get some test results. So this is how fast we can take ourselves from heaven to hell. In our thought processes. This is how fast. It's very quick. Which is why when you experience any emotional setback. If you hear nothing I say on this podcast today. Hear this. When you experience any setback. You need to immediately get it taken care of. Do not wait. Because you're going to keep waiting. And you're going to put it off. And then it's going to become a part of you. Because when you're dealing with setbacks, you, we, we have been taught fear to the point that that is our automatic when anything happens. When, when we were built on love, we were, we were built to operate from the love zone. We were taught fear. So when you're taught something enough, it becomes an automatic. It's like an automatic switch for you. And that is what you want to undo. automatic switch for the negative. So in my ebook, it's seven chapters. Um, Again, it's called The Isolated Trap from Pit to Purpose if you actually want to purchase a copy because I'm not going to go into a lot of detail. I'm just going to give you like overviews of the chapters. In my ebook, seven chapters, I talk about how it got started. I I talk about a time when when I was a, a young girl and events that happened, as far as I can remember, because it may have been something that happened b- before when I was younger, but as far as I can remember, when was the onset of the disappointment for me? It's good to go and figure out the onset. Go and dig for the um, root. It's good to do it. There are a lot of coaches. They don't, well, no, your coach shouldn't be doing it anyway. Your coach should be, coaching you in the future. There are a lot of counselors, I'm sorry. And I am a certified belief therapist, so I do counsel in personal um, development. There are a lot of counselors. i met counselors. Yes, I have. They don't believe in going too far back because they don't believe in you reliving anything. I'm not saying to just go and, and put yourself in an emotional slump I'm saying figure out where it started. If this is a thought process that you have and you're trying to challenge it, understanding where that came from is going to help you heal and not go back there. So that's all I'm saying. So yes, I had to I had to figure out the onset. I remembered as, as young as I could the first very traumatic thing that happened to me that I was actually able to talk about. With my therapist, but I didn't do it until I was in my 30s. So, you can't imagine the chaos that I had my brain in all that time. And now, when I started my healing journey, maybe four or five years ago, I'm still healing. Because I have a whole lot to undo. You have a whole lot to undo. But I'm continuing in my healing. I'm not going to stop just because I feel fine in this area. And when, when it comes to healing, you're not going to feel all great and grand every day. Some days, you're, you're going to be like, I'm over it. But it's a part of the process. Um, in chapter two, I go over a little bit about how it became a pattern. You probably know how you form a habit. You keep doing the same thing, just like people are always talking about they procrastinate. But then when I give them tools to break the habit, they don't want to do it because the habit has become um, ingrained in them to put stuff off. It's become ingrained. And when I say ingrained, I mean it, it's like second nature. So it was second nature for me to respond to my pain in the way that I did because I had done it so much repeatedly, time after time, after time, after time, just so much. Um, The next chapter, which is chapter three, I'm going to talk about broken lenses, how pain distorts our view, how experiences that we have not processed distorts our view. So when anyone says anything, we're immediately offended. Or someone that listens to my podcast. Get offended. That's because you're listening. Your listening is distorted. Because you're dealing with something. Or you may be someone that's partaking in whatever I'm talking about. Because I'm never on here to make anyone feel bad. I'm on here to help you be great. So whenever I learn. I'm trying to teach others. That's just. That's just how how I am. That's just who I am. And that's why I created this platform for the people who are ready to make a shift and begin to really challenge their thinking. That is what Tea and Talk with Toya about, is about. The tea is actually herbal tea, good tea that we need for our healing. And the talk is more healing, <laughs> healing talk. So that is what tea and Talk with Toya is about. And of course, I'm Toya. (laughs) Um, Chapter four. I I've posted this on my Facebook page. And you can follow me on Facebook, LaToya Nicole, if you don't already. Coping is popular. Healing is not. And I'm going to shout that on the rooftop. We like coping mechanisms. We don't like to heal. We like to drink to cope. We like to smoke to cope. We like to cope in ways that is destroying us. But because there is no immediate destruction, we don't think it's a problem. So if you are drinking, 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 and now... You want to have a baby and you can't conceive because you are destroying your womb with that alcohol. You didn't see that in the beginning that that is destroying you, but now you do, but you're not going to equate it to your coping because you're going to go to some person that's going to tell you, oh, you just need IVF, but not tell you, you got to stop with the drinking or it may be because you've been drinking so much. Now, there are drinkers. There are drinkers, there are drug doers that actually still conceive. That's not you, though. That's not your story. So don't get it twisted, what I'm saying. You you may still be, some people may still be able to conceive under those conditions, but those aren't the best conditions to be bringing a child in, in the world. You see what I'm saying? So yes, drinking does affect your womb health. Okay. Then we got the smoker i I've been coping since I was 15 and I coped by smoking not me this is hypothetical so now i'm I'm an adult and i'm I stopped smoking but now they're telling me I got cancer lung cancer but you smoke for 20 years and what whenever whatever we smoke it puts oil into our lungs it's never good for you and if you if you're if you smoke herbs, weed, whatever you want to call it, weed is an herb. Make some tea with it. Don't smoke it if you just got to have it. <laughs> Cuz it does have medicinal um purposes. Now I'm not encouraging that, but I'm just saying you're putting oil in your lungs. It doesn't matter if it's the herb or the cigarette. You're still destroying your lungs. So now you mad because you got cancer and you blaming God. Oh, yeah. That's what we like to do, too. You sit up here <laughs> and you did this detrimental thing to yourself all these years. And you you stopped doing it for two years. And now that you see the results of your action, it's God's fault. If y'all don't stop it, if y'all don't stop the madness, God ain't do that to you. He ain't do that to you. You did that. This 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 is about. Let me tell you. This may be about this ebook, but this is about taking ownership of your choices. You did it. So I just don't understand. I I personally. Don't understand the whole, if I make a savage decision, and if if there's a negative effect from the decision I made, it's God's fault. Like, make that make sense, sis, as we like to say. So, I chose to smoke and drink, and now that I have ailments due to the smoking and drinking, it's God's fault. I chose to go and get a Rona shot, and now I can't use one side of my body. It's God's fault. I chose to take my two-month-old baby, whose immune system is way better than yours, to go get shots. And now my baby is having all kind of developmental delays, and it's God's fault. But I, but I let some people pump poison into a two-month-old. But that's God's fault. But we would rather choose these methods than to actually go within and heal. We would, we would rather take the blood pressure pill than to stop eating the bacon. So... You're not really healing yourself with the pill because the moment you stop taking it, your blood pressure is going to be out of control because you're still eating the bacon. So now you have a choice. You can choose life or death. And in, in, in eating the bacon and taking the medicine, we chose death. But yet it's God's fault. I'll never understand it. There is no... I you We can... You you want to have a private conversation with me if you're listening to this to help me understand it, but I I won't. We can, but I, I doubt if I will. Coping is popular, healing is not. A lot of us who have um, we've done some some savage things in our lives, and we probably experienced the worst of the worst of the worst experience, and we were like, nope, I want to change. Boom. Somebody invites us to church. So. You didn't think to go to therapy. And get to the root of why you even behave in that way anyway. You went to church. Which is good if that's what you want to do. Because everybody that listens to me don't go to church. So I'm not going to go there. So has church become a coping mechanism for you? Has it become a coping mechanism? Here's how you can determine it. When COVID shut everything down, were you the one going insane because you couldn't get back in that building? If you answer yes to that question, then church has become a coping mechanism for you and you're really not whole. It's like AA you're exchanging one addiction for the other. We gotta we gotta actually heal and you'll know the difference when you' when you're healed and when you're just coping. Chapter five I talk about I did it one too many times. I remember when it started. I I said in the book that I felt like I was tall enough to get out of the pits, but the more I did it, the shorter I became. So I just kept putting myself, it became a habit, putting myself in these situations where I'm isolating with my pain to the point that it was like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even come out anymore. And mind you, at this point, I, I had been in church for a decade, a little over a decade. I had and I was still I was still I was only coping I was was being a part of this thing that thing, that thing and the other there every Sunday there every Tuesday I was coping because it gave me something to do so I wouldn't have to think about the pain I was in and it took me getting in this pit because I put myself there. It took me putting myself in this pit one, one too many times and I had to get out. I had to get out. I had to sit with myself in this pain because see, the last time I did that was the worst time because every pain that I've, Ever, exp- I mean, it seemed like it all flooded me in that moment. I had to deal with it. I had to use what I had to get across the Red Sea. And that's when I experienced, because I was actually, which is chapter six, it's my de- um, description of the pit and how it felt and how it appeared to me. I got my instructions while I was in there on my last leg. When I got the instructions, I broke. And I'm not saying broke like break a glass. I mean, I broke like the stuff that was weighing on me broke. I still did not come out right away. I had to learn my lesson. You know how they say when you go through the test, the teacher's present, but they're quiet because you, you're taking a test and you're supposed to be quiet. They're not going to give you the answers. I didn't even see the teacher this time. I had done it so many times. There was no... There was. It was like it was so dark. There was no sign of life. And I just felt like I'm just going to succumb to this. However... I held on long enough to hear the instructions. And I I had to claw my way out because I had dug it so deep. The travel was long for me to get out. So understand each time that we participate in a bad habit, we're digging deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's going to take you longer and longer and longer and longer to come out. But I came out, and because I had to apply my way out of that myself, guess what? You ain't got to worry about me going back. See, when you when you have to get yourself out of some stuff, ain't nobody there throwing you ropes all the time. The, the, the rope of grace not there for you to catch a hold to. When you actually have to put in that work, that's when, that's when you know you ain't going back. When you have to put in that work versus somebody always saving you. That's why I tell people when I talk to older women with grown children and they keep running and and going to save them. Let them be. Because you are interrupting a process. You are interrupting a process that they have to go through so they can stop going there. Leave them alone. And of course, well, I'm a bad mom if I don't, whatever. I'm sure you've done other things that were worse than this. So be quiet. <laughs> Stop interrupting the process. Now, with me, I didn't have nobody that interrupted Jack for me. Each time I went in, I had to come out. Now, of course, Financial setbacks I've had people to come in and help me that I least expect but I'm talking about this emotional stuff. Ain't nobody come help me? Nah. I had some Negroes that, that kept me in there. Every time I got a, out a little bit they kicked my butt back in there. I had some Negroes to do that. But just come and say, I'm going to help you out of this. We're going to get out of this and we're going to fight to stay out No, No. I had people that tried to offer advice. I had people that, that noticed that I may have been depressed or something. But if these people don't have the tools themselves, how are they going to help you? That's why you got to get around the right people. Because I told y'all. You get around the right people and stuff start activating. I said that. Sometimes the people we're around ain't activating nothing. They're they not activating any healing in you. It's, it's more about gifts and talents. I mean, it could be healing too. They're not activating it because it's not activated in them. Because they cope too. So you have to get around. You got to get around the right people. I have I one of my coaches she she has well two of them actually, they both like really been there when I was just oh, a wretch undone, and they're and they're here now, and they see they see the fruit. They didn't tell me, "Oh, just get over it." No, they didn't do that. They just helped me identify the problems gave me the tools and and I soared. And that's and that's something else we don't want to do. We don't want to make any investments in ourselves. You want you want everything free. You don't want to pay for nothing. You don't want to pay you don't want to pay pay someone that has solutions. Cuz I have I have solutions now and I'm not going to give you enough to pacify you while you remain in the pit, I'm gonna give you the entire exit strategy. We're not we're not doing we're not doing the oh I'm gonna give her a sandwich and some Kool-Aid so she can be comfortable in that pit. I'm just gonna give her enough. No, we're not doing that. And those of you who do it, you're wrong. It's not about oh, I just need to keep them coming back. No. You give one person the exit strategy, they're gonna tell a hundred more people. They may have to come back to you for something else next time, especially if you offer multiple services like I do. I'm a therapeutic coach. I set I do action plans, I help you with goal setting. I do all of that. I do a good little bit of stuff. Organization. So no. You give somebody the exit strategy and they still thriving and then People noticing, oh my gosh, she is like amazing. She's changed so much. What did you do? And then boom, they drop your name. And you got 50 more clients right there. So no, we're not not giving people just enough to pacify them while they're still in their brokenness. At least I'm not. If that's your structure, you do what you do, boo. But I'm not doing that to anyone. Because the pit, and I call it the pit, but it was that it was that that negative state of mind that I was in. I don't want anyone there, because that was the most tormenting place that I've ever been. And then I've I've always felt like I was a person who was voiceless too. So imagine how lonely that could be, voiceless. Which is why I started the Facebook group Unaltered Voices, because I want everybody to get their power back, and and it's in their voice it's in what you're saying it's in it's in expressing your inner truth your truth this is what you experience period so that's chapter 6 and then chapter 7 is the strategy what i did to come out and of course i can help you so if you're interested <laughs> In reading this book, you can definitely download it at bit.ly forward slash instantly read. And the name of it is the Isolated Trap. Um, thank you so much for tuning in today as I talk a little bit about this form of self-abandonment. Um, I have spoken about this before on my podcast, on my podcast, the the live version of it on Facebook. And I've written a couple of blogs about it too. I do blog as well. I'm not trying to take people back down that lane all the time. It's just me telling my story of where I started and where I am now and where I'm going. And remember, you create your world with your words. You have the power to activate the blessings and the curses. You do with the words that you speak. There are people who will not agree with that. I've actually had someone come in my inbox and tell me because they are a Bible teacher that I was teaching the wrong thing that I may speak the word, but I have nothing to do with whatever happens. That's what someone said to me. No, that's not how that goes. (laughs) No, baby. (laughs) We can conduct some studies if y'all want to. I'll have group A think about goals, positive, and group B can think about illnesses. And you better believe, group B gonna get sick while group A is gonna thrive. Now, I wouldn't ever do a group of of anything like that because I wouldn't ever want to put anybody's mental through that. But I'm just saying... I said, I I just politely said, (laughs) you're entitled to your own opinion. Have a great day because I know what I'm talking about because I've experienced it. Because I just told you guys, disappointment became my being, my way of life. And that's all I got every time you looked around I'm disapp- disappointment disappointment every time I tried to do something it was always disappointment 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 so I know what the heck I'm talking about because I've lived it there are neuroscientists that will tell you the same thing I actually y'all this is my third time reading this book it's called switch on your brain by Dr. Caroline Leaf please get a copy of that book and you'll you'll begin to understand how your brain works I love neuroscience I have several neuroscience books that I sit here and I read, I go back, I read again, I take notes, I read again and I I apply because there is a process to um restructuring your brains. There is a process. There's a there's a way that you can I think it's called the quantum xeno effect. I think I think so. Yeah, it is. It's called the quantum Zeno effect. And I'm going off memory here. And for short, QZE. And um, it's actually the repeated effort that causes learning to take place. And learning can be healing too. Learning can set you free too. Because a lot of the times the things that we were taught, the lies that we were taught, it's what's causing the problems and the stagnancy. But when we learn something different, when we really use our minds and use our brains in and, and the capacity in which they were created, first you got to understand your mind and understand your brain to do that. But it really does change your life. And it's, it's basically um, the QZE stipulates that your brain becomes what you focus on and how you focus. So quantum physics is something that we do need to study. Um, Basically, we operate what we have built into our brains. That's what we operate from. So whatever you have built into your brain, that's where you're going to operate from. I'm telling you, you guys study quantum Xeno effect. It's amazing. If you get that book that I'm telling you about, though, Caroline Leaf, she actually talks about it. In like chapter eight or nine or something, something like, I don't know, just read the whole book. You'll find it. And she, and she actually talks about it. So we operate from what we have built into our brains. So if you have built into your brain disappointment, like I did, that's, that's what I began to operate from. Every trace of my life was disappointment. I couldn't even receive a partner who may have actually had good intentions. Because disappointment had become my portion. And I made it my portion. I did that. Because I I allowed disappointment from my childhood to shape my life. Up until I began my healing journey about five years ago. So I have really talked a long time. (laughs) So I'm going to let you guys go. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If so... Please share with others, especially if you feel like I said something that may help someone else. You can always email me. You can message me on Facebook. Um, my name is Latoya Nicole. My Facebook um, is T and Talk with Toya as well as S-O-L-O Coaching and Consulting. Don't forget I have the private group where I do group coaching as well. It's called Unaltered Voices. My email is Latoya Nicole at solocoaching.com. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Tea and Talk with Toya. I greatly appreciate the support. If anything that was said today on this episode resonated with you, please share on your platforms. You can reach me at com. Have a wonderful one.